Hello, man versus marriage, faithful is I, your humble servant, the Q diggeted dog. And we are here today to talk to you in the final of this three part series uh, with myself, my wife, Jeannie, and Coach Rita. In this episode, we call Confronting Fear. It's a part of our everyday life, whether you know it or not. So I would love for you to listen, identify those areas in your life, and start the process of overcoming fear or anxiety or whatever other name that it is you can associate it with. And we, uh, we hope that you hear our journey and that it inspires you to start down that path and, um, and find your way right out of it. Dominate. Enjoy. And remember, drop us a line at coach at manversusmarriagepodcast.com. Join us on Facebook at MVSM Podcast. See you in the show. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man versus Marriage. The podcast. Hmm. All right, honey, you got anything to add? Because I've been talking for a while. No, she's not. <laughs> so what are you processing? What are the things that, like, um, I don't want to say triggers, but like things that like pop out when you're listening to Quincy talk and just share and share his feelings? Because I can see he's processing it. And he's processing it out loud. Which is really good, Quincy, because normally you would just sit in silence and process it, you know, just in your own, in your own mind. So, um, what are the things that resonate with you, Jeannie, when you're hearing Quincy talk? I'm really hoping he's not aiming for reconciliation with the people. Why is that? I want nothing to do with that anymore. I have absolutely no desire to go back and put myself in a position where I have to choose. Choose. Whether or not I want to be, what's the word? I just, I wouldn't choose. The choice is easy. I don't want to be in a relationship where I feel like I have to be a certain way to be around you. Yeah, I mean, no one. And, you know, knowing that in that particular instance, anything that I do, I'm basically being graded on. It's going back to him. These are people that don't have the balls to talk to me, to address me in a situation, but you have the balls to attack me. I've had enough of that in my life. I don't. Oh yeah. I mean, you could, you could look at it and say, okay, that's, that's something that is a toxic for me, it is a relationship. So. so, I mean, that I don't think Quincy would even put you in that situation. I don't think he would. I think he's smart enough to say, yeah, that ain't going to work for us at this point in our lives. Unless, you know, these people have totally like done a 360, had a, you know, uh, uh, meet with Jesus, meet and greet, and they totally changed, you know. <laughs> They've totally changed in in how, you know, they are and how they treat people. And, you know, when if you see that, then, yeah, okay. 
but can I can I say one thing? Mm-hmm. When I'm talking, I know what she's talking about when it comes to reconciling. What I when I'm saying reconciling, so that you know, I'm saying us reconciling our feelings with yourself, with ourself, mm-hmm. and our relationship, and the things that happened that we just didn't deal with that makes us feel like we might have to act a certain way when these people are around. I want us to reconcile those things between us so that we don't have to drag that along with us in our relationship. I don't mean reconciling as in I'm going to go reconcile this friendship. I'm not, that's not what I'm aiming for. I'm aiming for you and I to get free and work through whether it's, the kids being sexually molested and we never went back between us and tried to tried to put a, a try to put that just you know put it to rest or however you say it right i'm searching for the word but i can't find it um or um say when kirsten um was in the trauma room and she flatlined and the doctors are working on her and everybody's panicking and there we are is you know, helpless parents standing on the side with nothing that we can do. Uh, We didn't go back and reconcile how much that broke us and kind of, kind of, you know, heal those wounds. So anytime the hospital comes up, it's like we're going right back to those feelings that we, that we have in a bank Um, or with uh, Hannah and Gracie being, uh, stuck in the hospital together for a month and what it put us through, you know, what it put the family through. Like, you know how when something would happen, like, say, Kirsten would kick the crap out of you and then we would have to, you know, try to contain her and then we go back to the kids and say, hey, how are you doing with this? That type of thing. You know, are you okay? Um, it's Those are the things that I'm saying because it sounds like based on what Rita is saying is that the only reason we would worry about how we act in front of somebody or the act we have to put on in front of somebody is because we haven't really reconciled those issues in ourself. And now we're still uncomfortable because we didn't go back and deal with that stuff. Um, so that's, that's the reconciliation I'm talking about is for me to go back and say, how the heck did this affect me? Um, Yes, I was broken. How did I feel about it? Understand I can't change it. There's nothing I can do to change it. All I can do is get all those feelings out on the table and close that chapter and then put that book away. So the next time somebody comes up that, you know, whether it's a friendship or a family relationship or whatever it is, and I'm face-to-face with that person in the store, I don't get all worried about how I'm supposed to act. I have the freedom to be myself um, because I've resolved all those things that have gone on in the past, which I don't believe we've done in a lot of cases because it's not, it's, it's not what we made the time for. We made the time for each other to make sure we were good to move forward. But there's a lot of damage on the back end of that stuff that we haven't addressed right. or or put the final you know put the final word or I, I don't know what to say whatever it is we hadn't done it to close it mm-hmm. 
And that's the reason, if I'm understanding right, that's the reason that we feel like we have to act a certain way in front of whomever it is, not just this person in particular. Right. It's whoever. whoever. It is. Mm-hmm. Or when the hospital comes up again and it's like, oh no, here we go again. This is, this is how I have to act with the hospital. Um, like I have to talk to this doctor a certain way because six doctors ago, that's how this person. They didn't listen or they me. didn't. Exactly. So now I have to attack you because and I'm speaking for myself. Now I have to confront you and make sure of whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead of just going in and just being, having the freedom to just be me and a parent and a father, a husband or right. whatever it is. Right. And not dragging the baggage along from the past. Because that is exactly what I see us doing. Do you feel that way, Jeannie? Do you, can you relate to what it is that... Yeah, but I don't see... I see. I understand what he's saying with the relationship. As far as the hospital stuff goes, there really isn't anything to go back to. It happened. It can't be changed. They're fine now, so there's no point for me to go back to that moment and mm-hmm. rehash it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. a, I don't understand what you would have to reconcile there. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, been there, done that. It's done. It's over. Did it suck? Yes. Do Did we get the crap scared out of us? Absolutely. Do I feel that way now? I mean, we're dealing with it with Sophie now, and I don't feel like I have to walk in and be Billy Badass with the doctor anymore. It's simply, this is what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. We know what we're dealing with. We've dealt with it before. So you could do it more rationally and more in a in a good place when it comes it's not to as that. scary. It's not something that well, I think you kind of know what. Yeah, you, unfortunately, it doesn't get easier. Right, it's just familiar. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that um, I panic about anymore, and it's not something that I go back and and rehash how I felt in the moment when it happened because the stuff that happened with Hannah and Kirsten is very very different than what we deal with now. Right. And I don't have that same, I mean, I used to walk on eggshells with Hannah of if any little thing, happen. yeah. But now it's like, yeah, okay, you're fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't affect me as much as far as people are concerned. That's a whole other issue. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that's not dealt with. I'm not sure how to do that. Is going back into the conversation, all it does is piss me off. So why do I want to go there again? Why why do I need to bring that up and put myself in the position to be angry and pissed off again? They're not here anymore. I really don't care if they're here anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no influence in what we're doing anymore because they're not here. Because when you don't deal with it, it creeps in and it will creep into your relationship. So are you pissed and angry half the time? I've been pissed and angry since I was 12 years old. That's not going to change at this point. That, that Well, it can. It can change, but it hasn't. Because how part. much effort or how much have you made that a priority to make it change? I've gotten rid of the people, so it's a lot better. But It's still there. Yeah. Just because you eliminate people doesn't mean that you get rid of the problem. You get rid of the issue. You get rid of the source. Okay, so then do what with it? You you do what with the 12-year-old girl who's, is that what you're saying? 
how do you get her from 12 to 41? That's a hell of a jump. How do you do that? What you would go back and ask yourself, what would you tell as a 41 year old woman? What would you tell that 12 year old child? Knowing what I know now, Mm -hmm. she should have got her ass out of there a long time ago. That's, that's, I should have stuck to my first instinct and found my way out. Okay. And I didn't. I was 12. What did I know? Right. So do you carry that regret? Do you carry that anger that you didn't do it? Mm. What are you carrying? No, my anger is towards the people that caused it. Mm -hmm. They didn't do their job. I had to do it. It's, it's not, I was 12. It's not like my first instinct was to get out of the situation. Right. At 12, you where do you go? do that. Right. But also at 12, I shouldn't have to be the person who holds all of the things for myself. I shouldn't be the one that has to protect myself. I shouldn't be the one who has to stand up for myself. Right. Um, but you're not 12 anymore. You're 41 and you can stand up for yourself. You can protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not that vulnerable 12-year-old anymore. You're 41. You're aware. You you know the circumstances. You know what's going on. You're fully aware of what can and can't happen. The difference is I protect myself from everything now. Right. Back then, I didn't... You don't know any I didn't better. have the availability to right. protect myself from everything. Now that I do, that's all I do. Right. Because you haven't reconciled yourself that you're no longer that 12-year-old child. You do get to make choices. You get you get to make decisions now as an adult. You get to set yourself up as far as how it is that you're going to live your life from this point forward. That's what we've been doing, so I don't understand the point in having to go back in the last 10 years and dig up old relationships and stuff what what i don't think you're not serve i don't think um you're digging up anything other than something that you haven't dealt with what purpose is it going to serve why would you want to be pissed and angry all the time when someone's name or someone's face or being in someone's presence would bring that upon you it's not a matter of wanting to but what do you do to change that? The person's an asshole. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. What happened, happened. It hurt. It sucked. They're not around anymore. Right. What is going back over that going to do to make their name or their presence not bother me? Not affect you. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. It's your choice how you're going to allow that person to affect you. Because whether or not you want to admit it or not, it's totally up to you whether you choose to admit it or not, how that person still affects you today. Yeah, that makes sense. So if it's as simple as just switching the choice, that I can do. If you're asking me to go back and rehash the conversations and bring up all the crap that we went through. I don't think that, that's what I'm asking. I don't think that's what it is that I'm looking for. I'm looking I'm, for I'm not you. talking you. I'm mm-hmm. talking him. That's listening to you two talk. It's like we need to go back over these things that happen. We need to go back into the moment that these happen and 
check how we feel about it and what was going on at the Well, time. wouldn't you say it's odd that you know, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you knew, okay, we're going to be seeing these people again. And you're having these feelings, these thoughts, these emotions. Why? If they mean nothing to you and they're an asshole and they're dead to you, then why are they having such an effect on you? Because he's not you? safe. That man is not safe. According to who? Me. So you're living your life based on a filter of the past mm -hmm. that hasn't been dealt with. And you're bringing it to the present and you're saying, he's not safe, so this is how I'm going to be because he's not safe. Well, it's kind of like when you have a drinking problem. If you know you have a drinking problem, you don't purposely go to a bar and sit and put a shot in front of your face. Mm -hmm. There's no point in tempting yourself in right. that situation. It's the same thing. Right. This is somebody who's toxic to me. It's not a safe environment to me. So, yeah, I think it's kind of normal for me to not want to be around him and to be afraid to be around him. Mm -hmm. Is it an old filter? Sure. Do I have reason for it? Hell yes. Right. Is it anything to deal with everybody else? No, this is what this person did. Mm -hmm. This is what I know of this person and myself. And the fact that there's no remorse, there's no apology, there's no nothing there. And the last time we saw him, that was very evident that it was an F you to my face. That's why it bothers me. If I had the option and I didn't think it would affect the people who invited us, we would not be going. We've both agreed to that because neither one of us wanted to be around that person anymore. The only reason we're going in that situation is so that we don't upset the person who invited us because it was a personal invite. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it wouldn't happen. Well, right. I, my approach is really, I want to be there for this person's wedding. I don't want to not go because of this. Exactly. That's, that's well, that's what it sounds like you're saying, Jeannie. I would. I'd back out in a heartbeat. If if it didn't affect the person who invited us and it didn't affect him, I wouldn't go. I didn't want to go to the last one we went to for the very same reason. And I got treated the exact way I expected to be treated. That's why I didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. What's the point in putting yourself in a position where you know what you're up against? If it's going to suck and it's not conducive to what works for you mm -hmm. why put myself there like you said it's a choice if i don't want the person to piss me off don't put me in front of the person it's pretty simple i think it amazes me how much control a person can have over you and how it is you behave that one person or whoever many people whatever you want to call it has that much control over you and how it is that you're going to behave yeah. Because the, the fact is, in my opinion, may I say something? Sure. The fact is, in my opinion, this person is no longer mm -hmm. safe or not safe anymore. Because there's nothing, there's nothing physically they could do to harm you. And there's them saying or yelling or nothing, there's nothing they could do to make them not safe for you especially when I'm there and other people are there. So there's nothing that makes this person unsafe except for whatever 
you have it classified in your mind. Prove it. Okay. What what can this person do? The same thing he did last time. What did he do? Attacked me verbally and scared the ever-loving crap out of me physically. Okay. How can he do that now when we go back? Same thing he did before. The difference now is last time you weren't there. This time you're not physically capable. This is the same position I'm always in. This is protecting me. That's that's what it is. Okay. I I don't agree that I don't agree that he presents any physical harm to you whatsoever. Not even a drop. Okay. Um, but I I can't convince you of that. You've already convinced yourself that he is that when he is not that. And there are so many people there, even though I'm recovering. Mm. There's so many people there, one you know in particular. That would step in. If there was any hint of that, it would be good night, Sally. I get that, but now look at the overall of that. If that's even a possibility, this is somebody's moment that they're having. So you're living in the what ifs. You're living your life all based on the what ifs. Yeah. The what ifs he does that? What if, you know, it's like you're, you're living and you're putting it all out there um, of, you know, based on his past, based on what it is that, you know, he's done in your past. Yeah, I get that. Um, but that's a paralyzing place to live because that person dictates to you. They all do, Rita. They all do. Go back to 12, go back to 21, go back to 24, go back to 30. Name a time in everything that we've dealt with, be it people, medical, kids, what have you. Name a time I did not have a situation where I had to consider what if. What if Hannah doesn't stop seizing in time? What if Kiki doesn't snap out of this? Mm -hmm. What if I don't carry all three to full term? But that's not where you're at today. No. They're they're vibrant kids. They're living. They're striving in, in the capacity of what they can be. But that's my normal. How do you change normal? Well, that's your normal. That's what you've decided for your life. That's the decision and the choice that you're choosing to live in. You haven't given yourself the freedom to walk out of that and to say there's so much better on the other side. You won't allow yourself to go there. Because you live in the what ifs. And that is exactly, if I can say this, that's exactly where you found yourself last night wondering, is it okay for me to be happy in this experience? Right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where, where you found yourself. So nobody says that you're going to have the answer on this microphone. I got a lot of things spinning <laughs> around with me right now. But resistance is futile if you want to move from a scared, unprotected 12-year-old into a 41 going on 42-year-old. And it's the same for me. I got. I have to stop being that um, that uh, scared eighteen-year-old that doesn't know, or nineteen-year-old that that has no, you know, that doesn't has no confidence. That put all my confidence into what this person 
said I could be and then would allow that person's words to destroy me and I'm I find myself still there because there are circumstances where I'm finding that I feel like maybe I won't be good enough or whatever the case is and that's what those are the things that we will have to seek to reconcile so that we stop living out of the past because we're still living out of the past even our conversation before this episode we're living we're living still living in areas in the past and what we need to do is as those come up like she's saying we don't have to go look for them no they'll they'll come up and as they come up then we work through them together and we put them to bed we give them no life anymore and then we move forward and we don't have to live out of these preconceived ideas of i'm not safe or i'm not good enough or the what ifs or the what ifs because then because that is that's trapping us it's holding us back personally and our relationship back personally and then it affects our life on how we uh, control the kids or what what we do whether it, no matter what it is so I can see what you're saying for me for sure I can see what you're saying for Jeannie I don't know how you're how you're working through it or, or what does this face look like somebody who's working through it right now this is somebody whose head is spinning at the moment it's not a work through yet we're getting there but we're not there yet I'm not, I'm not <laughs> this is this work. is this is definitely not a work. Through. This is a huge speed bump. <laughs> More like a crater. <laughs> and we're ha- we're just looking at it. We're not even contemplating walking through it yet. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is that a good way to? Yeah, it's like I see it. Looking at the but stairs I'm and debating, not am choosing I walk right now to exactly and jump the other way. Uh-huh. <laughs> not jump in it, but jump the other way. But these are just stuff I'm presenting to you to see it from another angle, to see it outside of yourself. Because if you really do want to be happy and to enjoy those happy moments that you're experiencing, that you are due, that you can embrace um, I want you to have that to the fullness and why not? You've been, both of you have been through hell and back. If those are the simple things in life that you get to meet your player, whatever it may be, that brings that much joy and fulfillment. Hey man, I'm all for that embrace it and take it for everything that you can because those moments are very short and few and you need to find them and you need to celebrate them and you need to embrace them because that will be able to to be able to help you through those difficult times it's like we talked about it's like when we took mo to that hockey game that's who you used to be that's who you want to be now. You just don't know how to be that. You know, that's where, that's where this is coming is like, you actually want to be that goofy, excited, fun, loving person. And this is the opportunity to figure out how to get to that. Right. And it's just making the choice to do it. It's just overriding 
your thought process. It's overriding everything that's telling you not to do it and giving you the reasons why you shouldn't. We have some areas of success where we've been able to do it. I always try to look for where I've won somewhere mm-hmm. so I can relate it to no matter how right. unbelievable this situation might be. Right. You know, but one of the things that we did that I commend us on together, I commend you, <clears throat> lovely woman, um, is when we stopped hiding behind Kirsten as an excuse on why we couldn't do anything anymore. Right. Now we take her to hockey games. That's a big, that's it's a, huge it's a big deal. It didn't come without bumps and bruises, right? but we still did it. Mm-hmm. We still made it. So what that proves when you win in an area, that proves that you have the ability to win. And when you face these things that you're looking at, this is how I do. When I face these things, it's like, I know this is, this seems impossible, but I won here and I know I can win again. I might fail a few times in the process, but I know I can win. And when I point to those things, it helps me to overcome them. My biggest thing is identifying them. And then I make the mistake of going and making a checklist of a hundred things and trying to attack. Right. Right. Which I'm not going to do this time. Um, But you can win. I can win. And then we don't have to face these issues anymore where we have to be somebody we're not so we don't upset other people's apple cart. We deserve our own apple cart. Yeah. We have our own apple cart, right? So I know it's hard. I'm having a hard time myself, I swear to you. Um, But the fact is, is that we can win here. We can win. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you can celebrate being who you want to be. Exactly. Being that person that's trying to get out, but you don't know how. Exactly. You know? You just do it. You you got to make yourself do it. You got to put yourself in positions to do it. And it's a choice. It really, really boils down to a choice. Because you know in those moments, like if you're seeing your daughter celebrating and just being goofy, you have the ability to join right along with them. No questions asked. But you're choosing not to. It's a choice. You're choosing to allow all that other stuff, you know, all this happened and that happened and, you know, that was taken away and this and that. So you're living and you're basing everything on the past instead of being in the moment. Be in the moment. But it is a choice. Choose wisely. (laughs) Okay, we're going to button this episode up. I can't take any more. I'm going to throw in the towel. Um, Coach Rita, thank you. We've given you permission to go this direction. Yes. So thank you for doing it and not not taking it personal. Oh. When we, you know, when the hair stands up on the back of our neck. (laughs) Um, or that perplexed look. Yeah, which I have. I get it. And I'm, you know, it's, it, it just, it is where we're at, mm-hmm. but it's not where we're going. Exactly. Um, it's a momentarily, it's just, it's, it's just a moment. It's a moment in time. Right. That's it's all not, it is. It's not forever. It's just for right now. Right. And, um, and to you, the listener, thanks for, uh, thanks for walking through this with us because it is not easy uh, as you will find if you have the courage to challenge these areas in your life. Um, 
But the thing is, if if you know, if you know there's better, or you're tired of some of the things you, you maybe you relate to what we've said, it's time to uh, it's time to start down the path of change uh, to better you and your uh, and your relationship. So, um, if you want, send us an email. We we appreciate your emails. Coach at man versus marriage podcast.com. And uh, check us out on Facebook at MVSM Podcast. And we will be back for another exciting episode. Roll Tide. The Podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.